0: Welcome back. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the emergency nine golf podcast. I am Mike Maroney here with McLean Boyd, Jay Woodson. We're back. It's been two weeks. We all miss each other sort of, <laughs> uh, thank you to our listeners. We did, you know, you probably noticed we did not put out an episode last week. We took it off. I think it was the first week. We actually did not put out, uh, an episode this year. So McLean was sick. I was busy. Jay was busy, so we were uh, just having a hard time getting getting some free time in last week with everything going on. But McClan's healthy now. We're all back, and we are doing this on a Tuesday night, so slightly delayed uh, as well this week. But it's a busy, busy time of year for for all of us in the this fall season. And uh, Jay and I were down playing a cool little event. But how are you, boys? Uh, healthy is a generous term. <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds like you're better than you were last week.
1: Uh definitely am. Definitely am. I'm I'm on my road to recovery. There you go. Uh you know, it's been a good week. I mean, I I there's a good chance I could miss next week as I will be having a kid in the next 8 days. I, I was
0: just going to say that. I said you're on you're on baby watch at your house. Yes.
2: Yes. Uh, we've so, had one
0: one of these podcasts cut short because of Bryson dechambeau now maybe we'll have another one cut short. You have to go run out and <laughs>
2: That's right.
1: Be a hero. You know, sometimes things get shut court shut try Cut that again short there you go because of babies
0: <laughs> well good luck to you and Tori. uh we hope that that goes well and uh yeah i think i think e9 would be a great name for your child uh
1: that for sure you know we've got his first name <laughs> picked out but e9 is probably a shoe in for a middle
0: oh it's like a seinfeld episode right when costanza wanted to name a kid seven from mickey mantle that seven was gonna be a great name
1: i have the mickey mantle gene not relevant but just so you know,
0: like you want to pair of his jeans or like, no. Oh, you guys aren't aware.
2: What? No. You know
1: what the Mickey Mantle gene is? No. In the simplest form, it allows you to go deep at night, wake up in the morning and athletically perform at your top.
0: <laughs> I've never seen you do anything athletic in the time I've known you.
1: I watched you go to the ATM after we play golf. Oh, <laughs> oh.
2: <laughs> he was, he was a champion at that. And that guy went hard.
1: No, oh, he was unbelievable. So I'm a big, uh, Burt Kreischer fan. He talks about having the Mickey Mantle gene. And, uh, <laughs> funny. it's funny. I think, I think me and that guy share a lot of the same dysfunction.
2: You know, I went, um, speaking of Mickey Mantle, I was, I, I grew up, um, a Yankees fan. I mean, I'm a, you know, I know y'all are talking about uh, front runners. Yeah. I mean, the the backstory behind it is my grandmother was a Yankees fan in the you know 40s and 50s. Um, and she saw them play a couple of times in some exhibition matches, and she loved Mickey Mantle. So my dad grew up a Yankees fan. I actually grew up a Yankees fan in the, in, in the eighties with Don Mattingly when they were terrible. Yes. Um, but uh, anyway. Remember
1: Bernie Williams?
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. he, well, he actually, he actually won a couple, he actually won a couple. No, he here. won a lot
1: in the late nineties, but yeah. in the early nineties, he was, he's and he was, he was Mr. Yankee there for a long time. Yeah. I, yeah. I kind of grew up similar um, Yankees fans. Um,
2: yeah. But and so we played my first, second year um, playing professional golf was 2005 or something like that. We had a tournament in Commerce, Oklahoma. Well, just outside of Commerce. and. <clears throat> This town. I'm sorry, so, can
1: you can you tell me what is outside of Commerce, Oklahoma? Well, the
2: the city where we I can't, I can't even remember the name of the city now. Commerce was outside of this city. That was it's northeast the northeast part of Oklahoma.
1: Fair enough. Um, I'm sorry, I stopped you. Keep going.
2: No, 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 no. It's 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 out. It's further northeast than Tulsa. Um. So anyway, I I saw Commerce on the on the uh, on the map there. I was like, this is where Mickey Mantle grew up. i was going to go check out his his home here and see, uh, you know, where he grew up. That is like home place. So I pull into this place and it is like, like I went in a time warp. I mean, it was like dirt roads. I pulled on this one street and there are kids playing in the, in the, in the road and none of them have shirts on. They all have cut off jeans and no shoes. And I'm like, what? did I just, did I just go back in time here? And I pull in and I ask these kids, like, where did, where did Mickey Mantle grow up? And they're like, all, none of the kids knew who i was talking about i was like what are, what are you talking about this is one of the best baseball players of all time like you've got to know who mickey man i was a little older kid it was like a teenager it was like oh he grew up right over yonder right down here take a right on this street and there there it is so and i obviously pull in there and it's like this is like a it's like a one room shack where he grew up which is kind of it's kind of cool to That's see it cool. you know i was I was, a, I was a mantle fan but he used to he used to hit like you know Tate balls and wiffle balls over the house, left-handed, right hand, left handed, right handed. And his dad used to pitch to him, which is kind of cool to actually see where he actually did it. Um, but anyway, yeah, commerce is in the middle of nowhere in Oklahoma. But um Can we stop talking about the Yankees? <laughs> I know this is just burning you up to talk about the Yankees. The greatest it's, baseball franchise of all time. It
0: just oh, must God, I'm gonna, be I'm gonna mute frustrating. you frustrating. It just must be
1: frustrating. Quite I'm frankly. Mute, I'm gonna mute you too. <laughs> this isn't around the horn pal
0: i can do it fucking test me
1: yeah and just like that <laughs> content goes off a cliff
0: <laughs> and we're done uh um, and we're done before we get started i do i do want to shout out we've done this hey mikey past. before what? i'm
1: sorry i'm sorry I just, I just have to get one last thing in there you know jay i don't know if you've been there but buddy when the yankee win Happens and you're in the stadium, <laughs> they start playing that Frank Sinatra in New York, New York. I mean, it's great. My God, it gives me chills. There just <laughs> can't be anything
2: oh, muted. <laughs> Sorry, Tony reality over here. <laughs> I think what he was trying to say. I guess was, my claim cut out. I guess I have to move on.
1: Yeah, uh, I got a little spotty service over here. <laughs> a little spotty service. I got to get off that T Mobile Wi Fi, I
0: guess. Hey, how'd your Braves do tonight? Oh, they lost.
1: That's, that's okay, man. <laughs> <laughs> Um, All
0: right, we'll get to some golf here in a second, but we're going to talk about some other golf. I want to I give a shout-out as a, a PJ professional. I want to thank, give a shout-out to Matt Liebler at Princess Anne Country Club. Um, Jay and I were just down there. Uh, they host a pro-am every year. It's so the fifth annual, and it benefits Ernie L's for Autism. And Jay and I were were lucky enough to both be invited to play as pros in the field and went down Sunday night for a, a nice party. We got there a little late. They do a an auction to raise money and they auction off all the pros, which was a very odd, cool. weird, weird experience in all honesty.
2: But it's a good, it, I mean, it's a really cool event and it, they make it fun, but they have a real, uh, like a like real auctioneer. auctioneer. I mean, and it's, it's a cool event. Great food, great drinks. <laughs> Uh, a lot of drinks, yep. And so we had a,
0: we had a great time at the at the party, and then Monday was was a fun event. They had Ernie Els there and a few other Champions Tour guys: Brett Quigley, Frank Licklider, Doug Barron, um, a bunch of other local PGA professionals, some buddies of ours, and we had a great time. It was just a class act. Uh, that club did a, a fantastic job hosting, and it was fun to be on the other side of a charity outing for a change. Yeah. I'm yeah. not sure I've ever been on the other side of a charity outing in a long time. So it was good to see another operation. And again, Matt and his staff and Bill Schonk, the, the general manager and superintendent of food and beverage, they just did an, an awesome job and, and raised money for a great cause and awareness. And
2: it was it's a an awesome event. They do a really good job. They pay attention to all the details, all the things that you would expect for you know for a, a charity event like that and they take it take it up a notch and it's been that way every year that i've done it it's, this is the fourth year but it's every year they do it just a little bit better a little bit better and it's i'll go back every year that they'll they'll let me
0: <laughs> yep i'm in i'm in too i told matt when i was leaving i said if you keep inviting me i'll, I'll be here every year and clear my schedule for it, it was yeah. fun and so i'm going to brag a little bit and talk shit to jay before he can shove it back in my face jay how much did you go for in this silent auction
2: I about the, in the
0: in the live auction.
2: The live auction, I went for I think thirty five hundred or thirty six hundred or something like that. Okay, not McLean, as not as much as you,
0: McLean. Ask how much I went for. Four thousand. Somebody bought me for four thousand dollars. It had to have been
1: an open bar event.
0: <laughs> uh, yes, it was. Yes, it was. <laughs> I had, I had a i had a bit there was three teams bidding on me i mean what
1: were you the were your last team available
0: or the last pro
1: no, we had was, three teams was, buying for was one like, guy i, was I mean like how middle, does this happen was like sounds like, like an pack.
0: egregious <laughs> error i just think they're probably really big fans of the podcast and um i'm a tremendous guy to hang out with
2: <laughs> you that's
0: are. what i'm gonna go with i just i came home and i said hey lindy people want to pay for this so just so you're aware
1: please please give me lindy's response
0: because i promise uh, you
1: it's more in line with mine
0: oh yeah it was a massive viral. you kidding me <laughs> um we yeah. we were talking on the way home uh lindy called me i put her on speakerphone when jay and i were driving home and she asked how i did and i said kind of shitty and she goes well you always kind of do kind of shitty it was <laughs> it's essentially her on. words
2: it's <laughs> essentially her words and jay can confirm that <laughs> Well, at at that your point, wife really you, just tells it like it is. So, I mean. She does. Yeah. At she which
1: does. point, Mikey ran into the nearest sheets and grabbed a roadie. <laughs> I can't drive <laughs> home to this.
0: <laughs> Fuck me. Uh, really, just another day for me. I was used to that. So, um, But now I'll let Jay take the floor. So, I did go for more. Yes, he did. Money. But I also made more golf swings. So, maybe that's appropriate.
2: <laughs> Jay, what
1: was, uh, hey, what did they play the golf course at? I mean, it's like what we, 63 6400
2: yards, it's 6,000, yeah. it's like 6100 yards. That, yeah. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Sure. They, they tipped it out, but it's, I mean, it it's a it <laughs> right plays foot long. in the rough. <laughs> yeah, it was almost one foot in the rough, yeah, but they, they had go. a couple, they did have a couple tees that were like that. I was like, I could barely stand on the tee, you couldn't but, make I mean, a practice swing, yeah. It's not an easy golf course, I mean, uh, at all. I mean, it's, it's a It's you. You got to drive it straight. A lot of out of bounds on every hole, but the greens were rolling great, and they've got some pretty good undulation. And you got to you got to control your ball and short and tight and a lot of out of bounds. Had about you know twenty mile an hour winds. You know at some point at some points during the day, so it was played pretty tough. Uh, it's a
1: cool facility. Uh, Great clubhouse. Uh, You know, Mr. Shock does a great job there. Uh, I've been a big fan of his for a long time. Uh, I worked with Matt Liedler for a long time. Chris Speaker when he was there. Um, You know, they they've got a good crew.
0: They do. I yeah. do. Good job speaker,
1: speakers, did he go back there?
0: No, he's no longer. We had drinks with him uh Sunday night. He's no longer in the business. He's in the I work for J and J. Is the company medical sales now? Oh, oh, smart golf bro.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, you <he> got out. <laughs> wow.
2: That's
0: all the writing on the wall, I take it. <laughs>
2: yeah. But Jay, how'd you play? I played well. I did. I played well. I was shot. Sixty-six and one by four. It's a four under par seventy. Sixty-six. Yeah, I played one, it, it,
0: one
1: like by I said, four. It's a did good. You beat all the senior tour guys.
2: You know, I, some of the guys didn't post a score, so yes, I did beat them. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if you, if you want to compete, you got to post a score. Um, but, but I, I think a- like Ernie, he, I don't think he, you know, it's his event. He's not trying to w- win the the pro sweeps. So I think they're trying
0: to let let us. Mere mortals, us yeah. peon pros, try to win
2: some money. But uh, yeah, so but who knows? You never know.
0: You never know uh, what he, he shot. He could have shot eighty. All I, was I know is his there. name was
2: on the leaderboard, and mine was up there too with the first place sign right next to it. So I, I couldn't
0: believe it. it. I, I was I was joking with people. I'm like, God, I, I could. I, when I first signed up for this tournament, I didn't yeah. know it was. I had to play my own golf <laughs> all into the hole, and there was like a competition. I just assumed it was like a charity scramble kind of thing. Yeah, and then I then Liebler sends me the information. I'm like oh, fuck, I got to play my own golf ball. You got to get Look, ready. That means I got to put my score up on the scoreboard next to Ernie Yeah. <laughs> well, sure as shit, we get there Sunday night. They have the L's scoreboard up. Ernie L's at the top of one column. I'm at the top of the other column right next to him. I'm like, oh, fuck me. <laughs> I'm like, this is awful. <laughs> yeah. Career <laughs> earnings. Yeah. <laughs> Career earnings. $65 <laughs> million.
2: $65. <laughs> I mean, er- but Ernie can't be a, a cooler guy, though. I mean, we yeah, sat was, it with him for awesome. a little bit. Just awesome. very personal. Those South
1: Africans are, man.
2: Yeah. I mean, he doesn't know us from Adam, but he sat and talked with us. Obviously, Dutch. I, I've met Ernie every year I go, I've, I've met him. So he doesn't remember who I am, but he still acts like he knows who I am, which is cool. You know, <laughs> he's one really of those well. guys that like, he's, he'll give you the, Hey, mm-hmm. yeah, pal. Good to see you again. You know, or, you know, but even though I, I know for sure he has no clue who I am. But so no, his, his handler was you like, good, you know, for no, his handler is like, Hey,
1: this guy walking over, his name is Jay <laughs> Woodson. You've met him seven times.
2: It's like one of the elves when you go see Santa Claus, when you're, when you're a kid, <laughs> they like whisper in Santa's ear, like, this is his name. They,
1: yeah, so 100%, 100%
0: what's happening. So congrats to Jay. You won the event. Well,
1: yeah. Congrats, congrats to Ernie and the autism fund that he runs. Yeah. Um, what they've done is raised awareness and has uh, put a lot of money towards a very, very, uh, in need calls a great cause i mean you could you could look at it a hundred different ways and find all sorts of different adjectives to describe it but all in all the l's for autism fund has been a uh, a huge um it's made a huge impact i think in a lot of people's lives and i think what they do is fantastic
0: yeah and they announced this is the fifth annual one and five years combined now they hit over uh, a million dollars um that's this awesome. weekend when we were there. So, yeah. awesome. so good on them. Good on Matt and the boys down there again. Tip of the cap. Yeah. Well, like well to done. Well done I'd like to deal. shout out a good PJ professional when I when I see one and and some good action and um he's good. Class act. He's good down there. So let's uh we've we've bullshit enough. I guess we'll get into some some actual golf coverage and some more golf talk. I can, you want to go play by play of my holes there, McLean? Uh yeah, bogey. Foggy, uh, <laughs> par. Okay. I'll give you one play-by-play. First so first hole is seventeen. I make a par. Eighteen, par five. Thin top of driver. Have oh, like, a thin top. that's a yeah, thin are good. thin yeah. top. <laughs> had to. I had like on a par five. I had like three eighty left. Try well, to the ham- par
1: five is probably like four sixty on that like, It, off it was like
0: uh, five fifteen maybe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> fucking deep. Tried to hammer a hybrid. I topped that one into the rough. Then I hacked out a six iron down short. And I was eighty one yards away, canned it for a four.
1: <laughs> what did you fucking shoot?
0: I shot three over seventy three, and I hit seven greens. So that was pretty good, actually, at that place. How pissed it, were the guys
1: wasn't... that spent four thousand dollars on you?
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, so how mad know? were they? Like,
1: what were you fucking thinking? So, that guy went for thirty five hundred and shot yeah. sixty
0: six. So, I okay, got sorry. I didn't mean to get into this, but. It's just fucking funny how bad I am. Um <laughs> it was Liebler, not playing Liebler, easy. It was the wind was in the was group. Libra was in the group in front of me, and he heard my my uh team go nuts when I made the shot. He comes running back thinking I just hold out for Eagle on the par five. Or double eagle, like, you know, like, oh what normal bad. people hold
1: out for. I'm from like, wow,
0: oh, Matt, sorry, that was a four. <laughs> um next hole, I thin top my drive again. Have to lay up short of the water, hit a wedge to 12 feet, make the puff for par. Second hole. Par three. I hit my six iron almost OB, like forty yards right of the flag. Hit a great pitch to about a foot and a half, make par. So I'm one under through four, and my team's like, "Um, "Good start." Like they didn't know what to say to me. They're like, "This guy sucks," but he's one under. Like,
2: (laughs) hey, you know, you gotta get Uh, in the hole somehow. I'll
1: I'll Venmo you my cart fee for having to listen to that.
2: Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, Mikey, I did play. I played with uh, some good guys, and, and the reason I think they they even okay. tried to auction or pay for me was they're from Richmond breakthrough bev- beverage, some good guys. But one of the guys who was a kind of a guest, he owns a, a nice bar and a bowling alley in Richmond, River City Roll, Rob Long. We had a blast, but one of the cool things he said was, he's like, Hey, is that, uh, is that Mike Maroney? in the other group I was like, yeah, yeah. He's like, he's got a podcast, doesn't he? And I was like, yeah he does have a podcast he's like i gotta check that thing out is it any good and i was like yeah it's pretty good and i had my i had my hat on my e9 hat on i was like this is this is the podcast like, oh cool he gave you a hat i was like actually i'm on the podcast too i was like i know it's
0: maybe i've got him favorite, on it
2: but i was like i'm i'm on there that didn't like, happen how did you it. not tell me that yesterday i, oh. I just i don't know i, I forgot <laughs> to even bring it up but that's it was pretty funny great. and he was we had a blast though the whole day but it was kind of when he said that i was like yeah i was like i'm on that he's like oh really cool i'll have to check it out
1: <laughs> buddy that's that's better recognition than i get down in florida with my e9 hats. i've yeah. had i've had literally no one ask me hey what's that
2: yeah you would think it's kind of a unique thing like what is that I think uh, when what would e9 be in baseball that air to the like what who's the ninth position and in- in baseball, A-, A nine's the catcher, isn't it? Yeah, catcher. No,
1: no. I just went with that because Mikey said it's an
2: outfielder.
0: It. Yeah, it's an outfield. Oh, yeah.
1: Is it yeah. center?
0: No, or right field. It's, it's, it's center. Left, or right it's, field. it's left or right. We're gonna. have left, it's right. one of the. It's, it's the one center. of the corner. It's one of the corner outfielders.
2: Yeah. Um. I feel like we should we, we should probably know this. So. Yeah, but nobody so. keeps
0: score like normal anymore in baseball. Yeah. like the old school way. No one does that ever You're since right. billy bean you know Moneyball.
1: yeah
0: you talk about a great damn movie though all right what. we're not getting we're not getting to billy bean and Moneyball. let's talk some golf huh <laughs> we're tw- <laughs> 20 minutes in i'm not sure people are going to make it this i hate far. fucking be golf like, I right fucking here, to, hate golf. here to the right fielder i played go, this
1: down. i played this week
0: and i fucking hate it <laughs> it's it's a awesome awful sport it's just that's what it is
1: it's hard well, it's i've hard. realized i need a longer break than the one i took <laughs> I'm not going to play for a month. <laughs> no, I, I didn't play for six, seven weeks. And I, I'm not saying anything, but no shit. I shot 74 from the tips at PJ golf club playing the, uh, the die course, which is the harder of the three. Yeah. I hadn't played, hadn't picked up a golf club or hit a golf ball, basically other than a couple of wedges at a fitting day here or there randomly.
2: Yeah.
1: I should be thrilled with that. I'm thrilled with that. But I not. proceeded to go to the emergency nine destroy absolutely destroy my favorite club in the bag my driver which i hadn't hit a driver that good in multiple years
0: we do have uh evidence of that folks he did send us a picture of his just shattered driver wasn't coming on the shaft it was the actual crown of the club i was 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 actually trying to protect my shaft i'm being honest with you (laughs) (laughs)
1: those those graphite designs are hard to procure sometimes uh so i was to protect it so i'm like i'm literally holding it just stomping it with my the heel of my foot for no reason but long story short it's an awful sport i don't even know why we have a podcast about it it sucks <laughs> awful it's everyone hard. listening it's, you should find something hard. else i went i met some guy on sunday and i was like oh you're a golfer he's like yeah i was like i'd quit fucking soon <laughs>
2: <laughs> wait a- <laughs> i mean there are days there. I, I well you don't i can't even tell you how many times i'm on the road beating my steering wheel you know slamming my trunk after a, another monday qualifier 66 missed by one 67 missed by one and you're like why am i doing this like like you're playing great golf and you're like yep 450 see you on to the next one i'll drive you absolutely bonkers and then i don't know if it's worse to play great and miss miss the cut or miss a you know qualifying or just play completely shitty you know it's like both of them suck i've only i've only played completely shitty secondly so let's talk <laughs> about one side of that <laughs> They both suck. They both feel the same.
1: Well, it's funny. I, I We've been looking at joining a club down here, and I came home, and I'm like, we're buying a fucking boat. <laughs> Fuck that. Let me let me spend $1,000 a month to hate myself. This is a <laughs>
2: terrible decision. But you know what? You'll probably play tomorrow. <laughs>
1: I'll probably still join the fucking club, too. Yeah,
2: you will. <laughs> it only takes one good shot to keep God your ass zero. coming back.
1: No, I hit all those, but have you seen what the cost of a boat slip is? <laughs> Fuck the boat. God damn.
2: Yeah.
1: It's cheaper for me to hate myself on the golf course than it is to have fun on a boat.
2: <laughs> yeah. What do they say? The two the two best days in your the life? The day you buy it, the day you, the sell, day you sell it. Sell it?
1: <laughs> that's it. The back-end fees are ridiculous. I even looked at a boat club membership. Same so, That's a 4500 initiation. I'm like, well. Fuck me. I can upgrade my golf membership for that. <laughs> I'm looking to doing Summer Golf Plus at this at Hope Sound Golf Club. I only get access 7 months a year.
2: <laughs> That's it.
1: That's it. It's actually a pretty good deal. It's 750 initiation, uh 350 a month and um you get Summer Golf Plus 7 months a year. You get to play once a month in the off season. Um not a bad and it's a good track. It's a nice spot. It's literally, it is right like a three minute. It's the closest golf course to Grove Twenty Three. It's in between Medalist and Grove Twenty Three. It's where the poor, you know, not poor. poor I don't need the,
0: I don't need the directions to the club.
1: You're just not as rich if you're there. You're just you're <laughs> poor. You're poor if you're there, and especially if you're on a summer golf membership. You're like you were like, why are you even here? You don't belong
2: here. Hey, how is that Grove Twenty Three? That's Jordan's course, right? Yeah, I just
1: got a staff guy on there, so I'll let you know once I get out there. Um,
2: yeah, yeah,
1: it's, it, yeah. It's, it's supposed to be sick. No, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm down the, I'm down the street from a lot of good golf that I cannot afford. <laughs> yeah, it's a beautiful <laughs> yeah. part about Florida. Everywhere you turn around, you're like, wow, that's awesome. What's the initiation?
2: Yeah, is that real? People really. I hope have I that meet a guy. Money,
1: I hope really I, I meet a guy to,
2: to to join a club. It just sometimes like it just baffles me some of these like these oh. exclusive clubs like you said like what was the club you said with uh, that was a million dollar initiation Oh, that's
1: a Wentworth over in uh, London mean, Milton Keynes that's insane or no Woburn's in Milton Keynes uh, Wentworth is in uh, it's right next to I don't know rich people land yeah Wimbledon and Sunningdale and Wentworth are all right there in the little that's, triangle
2: <laughs> Gosh, that's nuts but I guess you know you got that much cake, you know. I might as hey, well. All, hey. uh,
1: more power to him. I mean, I'm I have to... a job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right.
2: That's right. I
0: mean, That's not right. that much, but yeah. You know. Yeah. All right. We done bullshit or we want to talk golf?
2: Yeah, oh, we were talking,
1: were talking golf. golf.
0: Well, we we're kind of talking golf. Yeah. Yeah. It's more
1: exciting than the golf been on tour lately.
2: Oh. Uh. All right, last, Rory, week,
0: last week we of. had a
1: good field last right, week we yeah,
0: had a good so good us so we we have been off for a couple of weeks so since we've uh last one. we're on one sung jm wins at shriners 24 under roy was no, he playing
1: that week he, the guy almost never plays
0: <laughs> i think he's just trying to do everything he can to somehow avoid military uh <laughs> Responsibilities no in like,
1: having to buy a house or something. I mean, my God, I love I love what he does. I mean, the guy lives in hotels, just plays golf. Like I, I love. Who's, I mean, his, who's I, his
0: caddy? His caddy be like, God, I'm like, exhausted. Like, can we just take a week off? Oh,
1: I guarantee, you, but like, I I don't know how you can like golf that much to play that well
0: awesome so Someone was like, Well, he leads the tour in birdies. I'm like, Well, yeah, he plays yeah. every week. He's if you not look playing at this, this week, if you
1: look at the stats that he leads no. the tour in, it's absurd. He did buy a house in Atlanta um last year, which is baffling to me. I mean, you can pick yeah, anywhere Atlanta. in the country. Let's pick fucking Atlanta. You know, let's get a yeah. bulletproof vest and some fucking sunscreen. <laughs> what the fuck we doing. So many, so many great places to be.
0: Um for anyone listening in Atlanta, we'd love you. Yeah. Atlanta, I actually love I love parts of Atlanta. I so really the do. One
2: thing I remember about it's not safe. Was it was so hot. Like I just remember it being so So hot. hot. I mean, some really they've got a they've actually got like a dozen like really nice high-end clubs there that are really Uh, good golf courses. Um, but I just it it didn't matter when I was there. It was like when I it was spring, summer, fall. I just it always felt hotter than anywhere else that that I was. It's like man, the temperature says, Oh, it's gonna be 80 today. You get out on the golf course, it's 95. Like no matter what yeah. they said, eighty, it was 80 feels like one on one. Yeah, yeah, it was just always yeah. hot.
1: No, Atlanta, man. You talk about good golf. I mean, starts off with Peachtree, East Lake, Cap City, Atlanta Athletic, Hawks Ridge, Cherokee Town, um, and I could keep going. I mean, the list is Atlanta golf is deep. I had that territory for a short period of time,
2: and then and- you had the where they used to have the AT T or the Bell South. That was the TPC. Well, what's the TPC? Oh, category? Sugarloaf. 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 Yeah. I mean, Sugarloaf's that-
1: fantastic. We do a lot of business there. And it's funny, it's like Sugarloaf is fantastic, but there's so much incredible golf there. I mean, you got Peach Tree, yeah. which is probably my favorite, one of my favorite places. The staff there is unreal. Good buddy of mine. I grew up with an assistant there. Um, another good buddy of mine is the first assistant. Then you got Don Perno. So you got um Chad Farrell, you have um Don Perno and oh my god i'm I'm missing my buddy's name to, I shouldn't say my buddy a, a friend an acquaintance um, but they have an incredible golf staff, an incredible when I say cool facility you want to see history you want to see that small golf shop feel yeah. where you know, there's only a couple guys around it yeah. it feels like you're stepping into something that is. Uh, much older you know similar yeah. to a feeling when you get when you're at the foundry which is yeah. another amazing facility that has a lot of historic <laughs> details to it oh sorry um, just woke up
0: what'd you say <laughs> it, it's
1: uh it's really what cool. Peachtree's incredible you know crab apple course at cap city is incredible atlanta athletic we don't need to go into that east lake
0: yeah
1: um cherokee Obviously. town uh up you can go up north to Cumming. go to hawks ridge where a lot of the braves players are um the river club is also a lot of braves players there i mean Atlanta has a, a a very deep golf culture that most people don't realize, yeah. and some of the incredible golf there is really top notch in the southeast. Yeah, yeah. Um,
2: and, you, and then you get even just a little further north. You know, forty five minutes north, you've got some other really nice golf courses. You get closer to the mountains, Willa. Yep, Yep. and then and uh, you, Reynolds. You want to go an hour east?
1: Yeah, but if you if you really want to go, you want to go to the new. The new top shit. You run over to a hoopy, a yeah. hoopy match club. Yeah. Um, that's that's the new that's the new high end, and it is it is dirt McGirt. Uh, that onion logo is so good. I um, think <laughs> Michael Meldman, if I'm not mistaken, is the owner there, um, and he he's he's putting on one hell of a facility, um, much to what we expect from some of the top higher end courses in the world, and the rankings that that places has or that place has been able to. Um, Garner is incredible. I think it's a Gil Uh, Hans. It's it's incredible.
2: Logos are, I mean, that's another thing. You know, if you, whatever you're, if you've got, if you're a new club or maybe an older club and you're rebranding, like coming up with a good logo, it makes a huge difference when, I mean, when people want to buy stuff in the shop. I mean, you've done, you guys have this at Mike at the Foundry. You've got some kind of members only exclusive stuff, but having like a really cool logo. It makes a huge difference. Oh, to logo, logos are huge. Yeah.
0: I mean, that's really what, what a lot is what's, what sells your stuff is at a club is a logo. Or if you're, uh, you know, the prestigious, the, the winged foots and the Marions and the yeah people want that logo. I mean, they're obviously really cool logos but too.
2: They're well-known and they they're well-known for...
0: and people, people want them. But if you have a cool logo, guys are going to, going to buy more stuff. And you see yeah. a lot of clubs going to alternate logos Doing different things and changing up some stuff and messing around with things. We're doing a members-only logo, and you know we've we've kind of dabbled in that over the last couple of years at the club.
2: So that members-only logo, like if somebody's in the shop and they're like a guest for a charity event or whatever, and they've got a gift certificate, they cannot buy the members-only logo, right? You, it's like nope, can't buy that. That's no, I, that's uh, the the canon, right?
0: Yeah. So we, you know, with our history, the 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 foundry clubhouse was built in 1816 to be a munitions foundry for our listeners so you know part of the history was to be built to build cannons and muskets and cannonballs and that kind of stuff so we have a live cannon that we fire for all of our golf tournaments and a few years ago i was like "Ah, we need to do something with this right and we we got the cannon like 10 years ago so it's a new we haven't had the cannon the entire existence of the club so it's it's new so we have our traditional regular logo that's kind of been tweaked over the years a little bit, but it's, it's pretty much stayed the same. And so it's like, we need to incorporate the cannon a little bit. And we have red and white checkered flags. So we came up with a Canon and we kind of leaned our red and white checkered flag across our Canon. And that's kind of our members only logo that we sell a few things. But yeah, I had a I had a guest walk into the shop today trying to buy a hat with a cannon logo
2: and I had to deny him. Oh, and you're like, hey, sorry, that's members only. Sorry. <laughs> that that that's cool though that's like scotty cameron putters it's like oh no you you can't get this it's only only makes so many of these even though it's the same putter that tp mills is making and or david mills is making or whatever you know it's like it's a milled putter you know and this circle t is nothing different than the putter that you get on the on the rack they just put that stupid stamp on it yeah. uh, um, a little but yeah I'm it's not I'm a, if, whatever difference it is it's not much difference um you know they say it's you know the the different metals are different. I mean then they they put that on there. They when let it you comes know.
1: down to it, when it comes down to it, it's a lot of it's like a lot of other touristy product. Tolerances are a little bit tighter, and the material sometimes is a little bit different. That's what it boils down to—the difference in a circle tee putter versus a regular putter. If you yeah. if you're really looking at circle tee putters, the one of the biggest differences, and if you have one that is legitimately different, it's going to be a GSS or a triple S. Um, something that's made with a material that they're not going to mass produce. Those are legit. And you see those goes for five, seven grand. And, you know, luckily um, some guys can procure them. Some others, uh, the difference is just like the tour issue S 400 versus a regular S 400 or a tour X one versus a regular X one. Yeah. The difference is the tolerance level. It, if anyone doesn't realize this, and everything that's done, especially with golf, there's a certain tolerance level that's able to produce and stuff comes through a line and either meets that tolerance level or it doesn't. In yeah. this instance, what they do is they pick the, they pick the bread and butters that every, every fourth or sixth or 10th or 12th, whatever the number is, comes over. And the tolerance is like dead on. They separate that and they make it a tour issue only product. That's sure. the biggest difference for a lot of the tour issue product out there.
2: But with that, and that's completely, that's your hundred uh, percent correct. But a $500, you know, Scotty Cameron that you buy at, the, at your local club and the $5,000 circle T, it's not a $4,500 difference in, in, you know, what it took to make that putter. It's just, Hey, we picked out this one's that the it met our tolerance standard, but there's no, it was no increased cost for them, for, for them to be able to mark it up. The reason they do it is because he basically Bom- just, it was great marketing. He just, they're not, and they're it. not
0: marking it up. They're not selling those things. You're only buying those on
2: eBay after market. So yeah. That's, yeah. But the, they, the but market he, has created those. Unless things. you're buying them
1: at
0: the they, studio.
2: But he knows that he, it was part of his intention to, to make these limited runs. He puts that stamp on there. So he, he knows that it makes it limited quantity and everybody. Yeah, he's a marketing it. genius. It's yeah. He, I mean, that's what he's done. The, the best. That's what he's the best at. I mean, let's be honest. The putters. He are got, great, he got but, lucky. It's what he got. But when, the, when the golf Dodgers comes out with their, uh, you know, the, the, the club ratings every year, they do their own little club rating and they'll give yeah, the, hot list. the hot list. They give the gold stars like two years ago, they had Scotty Cameron putters and they put, they put, they gave it like it was five, got five gold stars is the t- most you can get. The Scotty Cameron putter was five gold stars, five gold stars in like four different categories. One was innovation. I'm like, how can you possibly give this putter? It looks beautiful, but it's not innovative. There's nothing that's changed with this putter in the last, 40 years well uh, i was like uh, so that that made me after that and i saw that, that hey hot list, hold on like, no this is hold on no i don't agree I, with it because it's nothing innovative
1: about it i i jay i'm not trying to cut you off but i got to speak up onto the hot list itself it yeah. is 100 paid for the hot list is a paid oh, no. for review so you cannot trust exactly. that hot list and if you are trusting the hot list it proves that oh i could be rude i'm just not going to be it proves but, that you're and not, and you're I'll, not trying, you're not trying to find it. You're all right, fine. I'll say it. You're fucking inept. You're, <laughs> you're not willing to actually go through the proper channels to find your fucking golf equipment.
2: <laughs>
1: you're not, you're not. What we'll are the proper channels? Uh, your PGA professional. Uh, that would be where I would start. If you're not <laughs> a member of a club and you don't have access to a PGA professional, I would find one of the, um, I would find a custom fitter, a well-known local custom fitter in your area. Now that is, that can sometimes be a little bit of a crapshoot itself.
0: Get yeah. some right. reviews, get some testimonials. On get that some stuff.
1: reviews. Okay. There's, there, there is a guy in nearby to you. He may be 200 miles. He may be three miles, but
2: there's, but there's, there's someone, who knows, there's
1: someone who knows what they're talking about. There's someone that has a good reputation yeah. for it. It could be from a direct from a manufacturer or it could be from a localized person. If you're in a more remote area, but
2: But, I mean, there are more
1: trusted sources. If you are taking your golf advice from a print magazine, you might as well go to the doctor on the internet.
2: (laughs) That's right. Um, but (laughs) back to the main point though, Mike and, and McLean. So the same thing with what, what Scotty Cameron did with his putters. And it was all about, you know, like, okay, there, there are maybe some small, very small minor differences in the way these putters are made, but not to the extent uh, in terms of the cost and and how they've been marketed, but that they became a hot commodity because he, they put that limited status on them or, you know, he gave them this circle T that says it's exclusive and same thing with, with the logo. You know, if we if you have that special logo, um, then everyone in the club wants it. You know, if like oh, if I can only get if only there's only ten available, then oh, I've got to have it. You know, and then that's when you can increase you know increase the pricing on it. Well, hell, we even did it. We just
0: had member member a few weeks ago, and and we created a, a custom belt just for the tournament for the players that played in it. That's awesome. And so some guys have seen it. Even other members have seen it. And I don't have Learn. any. I don't have any more. It's like a, a once-off run of these belts. Now, we we can always reorder and that kind of stuff. But it's like, guys are like, oh, damn,
2: I wish I could have played in that tournament what, with that belt. What That's funny. What, what was it? What did you guys do?
0: It was just, um, I guess you call it a scattered print of various things. So we had our, our primary logo. We had our Canon logo. We had just the script that said the foundry and the script writing. We then had a hip- a graphic of a transfusion nice which is a very popular drink among the amongst the <laughs> drunks at the club and, I've, and never had one. I've never had one of those and then we did uh another an urban uh, drug at the club graphic it was an apple because that's one of our kind of traditions on the 11th hole if you ever played the foundry we have a cooler right. of apples it's just what we've done from day one so it's one of our little traditions that and coleslaw and crab cakes and transfusions are a few of the things that we we specialize in and so uh we did that and we did some custom cut belts for the guys for, for member member but yeah that was talk about exclusive that was only the guys not members only that was only the guys that played in the event that's cool that. though
2: I like that that's, I, that's...
0: I may have one but
2: <laughs> I may I may not have one is it size 36
0: <laughs> we had a belt discussion in the bathroom at princess Anne last night I think which was weird me and you yeah
2: yeah. I think it was a long day. It was a long day.
1: Hey, my foundry belt. gets a lot of play down here.
0: love it. A lot of play. I, I will say I'll tip my cap back to the, the tournament yesterday. One of the guys that, that was on the team that bought me played the foundry. He said like 12 years ago. And when they found out they bought me, he went and he got his, he wore his foundry belt yesterday. Oh, that's awesome. Because he was playing with me. I was like, man, that's. Nice little touch there, pal. Yeah. I
1: don't like that. Yeah, w- waste of money, but good touch.
0: <laughs> it was
1: for charity,
0: McLean.
2: For charity. a great must cost.
0: have been. They spent four thousand on you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but I bet they had a blast playing with Mikey. We
0: we had a great time. I helped them none, but we had a great time. <laughs>
1: I got a good, I got a good quick story for you. You're talking about a charity golf event. Um, after my father passed away, we used to put on a charity golf event. We used to have a bunch of the senior tour guys, his old tour buddies come in and play with him every year. And we did, this was when I was playing minis and we did, and I brought some mini tour guys in and it was senior tour guys. And we had Bruce Fleischer, Fred Funk, Larry Mize. When we had a good crowd, I got chipped back. Um, we had a really good crowd of um, some of dad's old tour buddies that uh, came and played in the event. And I had an amateur buddy of the, the family that was playing in the event. It comes over and goes, well, I want in the pros only skins game because for the pros, we gave them a little bit of, we gave them a little bit of cash for coming to play him. And then we were running a pros only skins game um, that I was running. And we had this guy come over and I was talking to Bruce Fleischer and some of the other guys going, this guy's going, no, I'm in, I'm in the pros only skins game. You, you sure about that? And he goes, yeah, I'm in, I'm in pros only skins game. Put my money in. I want in the pros only skins game. And I turned around and I announced this is probably one of the few times where I had a great line. I actually took advantage of something and I said, <laughs> well, this is a charity event. And we sure appreciate your donation. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's, that's what I felt like. I donated money to Jay yesterday.
2: Hey, it was good. It was a good day. I appreciate that. Thanks. for well,
0: playing.
1: It was funny. I, I remember that year fondly. Uh, and when you guys talk about, you know, the pros kind of giving it back or whatever. So I, I come in and I would played really well that day. I shot 67. I was super proud, especially being hung over from the pairings part of the night before. And I come up and I see there's already a 65 on the board. And I yelled to the pro at times that said, who shot 65? He goes, uh, that would be Chip Beck. And I was like, never heard of him. And Chip's in his bag, and he comes up, looks over and sees at me, and just started laughing, just dying laughing. Uh, but what, what a good guy Chip is. Yeah, he was such a great sport about it. I called him after the fact. I was like, hey, Chip, just to let you know, I just need an address. We need to send your check out. Uh, you want to goes, just donate that to the to the second-place pro. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. <laughs> uh, needless to say, I donated it to back to the tournament. I didn't yeah. actually keep it, oh, but yeah. it was sure it was kind of cool. Sure he he is uh such an ambassador for the sport, such a great human being. Um, anytime you get a chance to conversate with him, uh, just just a great, great individual.
2: You know, the these guys that have been around uh forever, you know, I was thinking about this yesterday, and that brings up good point. Like these guys are like kind of lifers that have played professional golf. Um, they get to a point, I mean, Frank Licklider was there yesterday and, and Frank was known to be kind of, he, he was a tough guy to play with. Standoffish. You know? Yeah, a little standoffish. And and yesterday seeing him interact with people, it's like you get to a point where you realize, man, this is a good gig. You know, this is a good gig what I got going. Um, well, you're no able,
1: longer a superstar.
2: Yeah, you're no longer a superstar. You're right. You're not in the limelight every day, but you are you appreciate what you had. And then you also appreciate the people who made your your famous life possible, like these events, you know, like Ernie came, obviously this was his event. So he's going to be very cordial, but like he, they get it. They're like, Hey, I I play golf for a living. And the reason I play golf for millions of dollars or did is because people want to come watch me. So it's my job to kind of put on a little bit of a show and interact and talk with all these guys. And it's not, it's not always easy to do. Like you've got, we've got I mean, think about all the life shit that you've got going on. And then every day that you're on the golf course for those guys, especially obviously not us, but you've got to be like ready to like entertain like Tuesday, Wednesday, if they're doing pro-ams and then Thursday signing autographs, talking to fans all the way through. So you don't really have any days off. You're on this, you're in the spotlight all the time. And, you know, see like Ernie yesterday talking to a bunch of random people and actually carrying on conversations and like acting, at least acting like he's interested, which he may have been but he may not have been but he I couldn't tell which is the whole point like these every one of these people that came to talk to him felt like they were talking to like their buddy um and that's not easy to do uh especially for the 30 plus years that he's been doing it so i mean i, I don't know i just yesterday again just reminded me of how tough it is and how cool it is to see ernie and some of these guys like frank licklider that can go through a 30 plus years of playing this game and like still not be bitter and just just can still interact with with the fans and and you know make it
0: fun i i wish i had a chance to to talk to frank yesterday i was trying to get over there and just just never did so frank is good buddies with a, a pj professional named rob robinson who i worked with at Muirfield village and they rob used to play many tours i guess back in the day it was nike tour then with frank as they were making their way up and I wanted to confirm this story with Frank because it's just so good. Rob told me this story. Frank used to be a big partier back in the day. And um, I went out with Rob a bunch and I can confirm he is a big partier. And Rob said they were going out. It was uh, Wednesday night, right? The TF Thursday morning. And they go out and start drinking and they start getting after it. And. Frank was just keeping Rob out, keeping Rob out. And I was like, dude, I got like an eight o'clock tea time in the morning. Like, I got to go to bed. And Rob's like, and uh, Frank's like, I got I got like an 815. I'm like, like two groups behind you or whatever. Like, you know. So Rob said he was so nervous that he slept in his golf clothes. He got back to his hotel room. He put his golf clothes on and his spikes on and goes, I'm just going to be ready when this alarm goes off to get up and go to the golf course. <laughs> so he says he gets to the golf course, doesn't practice. That's they announce him on the first tee. And when he goes to tee his golf ball up, his driver slips on the dew. Oh no. And he went face first down (laughs) on the first tee of a Nike tour event. (laughs) And, and so he just like, he said, like I was, I was almost vomiting in the bushes. Like he was like (laughs) still drunk. He shot a million. And as he's coming up the 18th fairway, he looks over in the driving range is there and lick letters hitting balls. And he goes, sorry, pal. I had a one thirty.
2: Oh, that-
0: <laughs> lick letter had a one thirty two time instead of an eight o'clock. He was in the second wave and he was like, yeah, sorry. I slept in. I'm good.
2: Oh, that's awful. <laughs> so I wanted
0: to confirm that with Frank yesterday and I never got to talk to him um, just getting tied up with people and he was tied up with people. But I it was one of my favorites. That's ever great. Heard. Yeah. That's
1: great. I I've got a have got ai got a quick crazy golf story. I'll I'll give you guys real quick. We'll keep moving cuz I, I cuz I just I just mentioned him and rest in peace. We just lost him. Um Bruce Fleischer just passed away. And uh I've got kind of a cool story that goes back to my childhood. So many people don't know this, but my parents or I'm sorry, my grandparents bought the house that bruce fleischer grew up in and my father grew up in so my father and bruce fleischer actually grew up in the same bedroom and (laughs) the crazy part about that is that there were two different families the same house same bedroom and it produced two tour players both of them played on tour so growing up everyone would say little buddy you might need to go spend some time in that back bedroom uh, <laughs> at your, at your me mall's house <laughs> it's produced a couple of good players. you might need to go spend a little bit more time back there and apparently I didn't spend enough time back there um but regardless of which the fact that you know that little house in Pine Valley in Wilmington North Carolina um 144 Pine Valley Drive uh produced two tour players from two different families is um kind of a, just a crazy statistic. That and, is pretty um, that is pretty cool. Just kind of just kind of nutty. You know, I don't know yeah. if that exists ever I don't know if that's ever existed in the game of golf where you have the and the other cool part about it is that my father also caddied for Bruce Fleischer in his first tour event when dad was a kid. He caddied for him at Cape Fear when the Cape Fear open or whatever it was was a PGA tour stop in Wilmington, North Carolina. Um so it was crazy. So Bruce obviously came back and played in Dad's event. He spoke uh on the Golf Channel after Dad passed and they did the special on him. So you know, it was uh, uh a really cool really cool memory for me. Yeah,
0: Bruce was a, Bruce cool. was a good dude. I had a chance to meet him when I was a kid. Uh he would always play in the PJ Tour event near uh my home and actually I think it might have been his only win on the PGA Tour. Uh was the New England Classic. Um yeah. one, win. one win. One win. Uh, he
1: won a bunch on the senior tour back in the day.
0: You did. Pleasant, Pleasant Valley Country Club, home of Paul Parajakis, who is a class act PJ professional. And his son, Jason Parajakis, is a co-worker of, of, of McLean Boyd. Good friend of mine. So Golf world is very, very small. It is very small. You can't small. tell folks. It is, uh, it's a small world. Are you from Pleasant Valley Country Club? Really? I'm not from there, but it's just down the road. It's the same area of the state that I'm from. Gotcha. I used to I used to be a standard bearer there at that tournament. Car- kid carrying Pretty the cool. sign. Um, yeah, it was fun. I was back in the day. I was a big uh, Billy Andre, Brad Faxon guy, just because they were lo- <laughs> bet, the local boys. I bet you were the I local boys. Know. They would come back to that tournament and they'd get. No
1: disrespect to Billy Andre. I've just never heard anyone reference him as being a fan. Who are you well, going out to watch today? I'm going to bypass tiger and Phil. when you're, up a, when, you're an,
0: when you're an eight-year-old kid and you don't know any better you root for the local boys yeah uh,
1: fair enough I, I get that i did I a mean, lot of that as a kid you I mean, had, obviously you had, with my pops and you know some of his buddies <laughs> and the local guys i've always been a big fan of that i mean i would go to the heritage every year and watch the local carolina's um section qualifier for the first two rounds because i actually knew him yeah, um, so I get that. You know, I, I like to rib and you know throw a lot of jabs and make fun, but nah, well, I,
2: I, I get I that. I mean, really. Mike, Mike has referenced this in previous pods that but him and him and Brad putt pretty much the same. I mean, we're pretty
0: make pretty note of that
2: earlier. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I fucking parted like him yesterday, I'll tell you that much.
2: 26 putts. Yeah, 20, yeah. Brad 26 Fax 26. has never
1: putted great on 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 the way to 73.
0: <laughs> fucking guarantee you that.
1: Hey. How'd you play today? Putted great, three over, pretty solid day. Yeah, it could it, nice.
0: it could have been eighty easily, easily. <laughs> I was yeah. grinding, dude. All right, it's about getting the golf ball in the hole. Yeah. You might hit it like a twenty handicap, but if you put it like Brad Faxon, you're gonna be reasonable. All right, that's right, that's
1: right. <laughs> I, I hear it. you, brother. I you know it. who? You know who's another.
0: I a played three, I round, like I played
1: does three a really of good golf. job about
0: hey shut the fuck up i played three rounds of golf since our abandoned trip so that was like okay my expectations were pretty low
1: you know who yeah. does a really good job of that i'm just a huge fan of him um he just so deserves that tour card mr peter malnati
2: <laughs> he does deserve that piece of <laughs> of <laughs> peter it wasn't i didn't believe that i didn't buy that jay he worked, uh, he, you didn't he, he, worked hard. he does deserve he his tour card. I, I have never said that he does not deserve a store card <laughs> ever. Peter is, I mean, he's done everything that needs to do. All that I said was, was it's just amazing how some playing for a hundred aside every day. Yeah. I mean, well, you know, Peter, he, he's a great player. He knows how to get the ball in the hole for his game, but like he obviously is not, he doesn't play with the, what's oh, his impact You got me tape back look look like. in the corner right now
1: i know i do i do i've got you back to the corner what's his impact tape look like
2: i mean he hit he usually hits everything a pretty scatter plot. a lot of leading edge, a lot of leading edge. It's it's a scatter a lot. plot but you know with that being said to quote you he, <laughs> he can Ding. he can he can control his ball and he just kind of picks it off the turf and he I mean the guys on the PGA tour and he's had a bunch of top 10s in his career I know. a bunch but he's finished top 10 on the PGA tour so I, I'm, I'm it's kudos to him up. for he he maximizes his game and he would probably be the first to tell you he's like look I don't have the same skill set that these guys have but I'm going to make you know make do with what I got which it which actually leads to how incredible the story is because he does not have the same skill set that Rory or Dustin or these guys have but he's still playing in the same tournament and he's still out there Every year, he still finds a way to keep his card and make money, and I trade places with him.
1: <laughs> yeah, no disrespect to Peter him. Malnati. I, I was literally just trying to take a dig at my co-host here, who's a better and, player than I am. And and when I, you're not as good a player, you, you like to throw shots like that because yeah, you have no. nothing else. That's what you I live do. Nothing that's else. That's
2: how I live my life. Totally and, live and, my life. and Peter actually <laughs> is a he's a he's one of the – like genuinely nice, nicest guys that you. Yeah, know no,
1: about. he's an awesome dude. I mean, I mean, no shade he, towards Peter. I mean, he really no shade is. towards Peter. He really is real tall.
2: Um, but it's 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 awesome to see guys like that. Like I said, I mean, he would probably be the first to to get on this podcast and be like, "Yeah, hey, I've got, I do not have the skill set these guys have, but hey, I'm gonna. What do you want me to do? I'm gonna do the best with what I got." And he's certainly well, doing. That's,
0: it. A, that's a good thing about this game is there's, there's different ways of doing it. You don't have to bomb it all. And, and again, we have talked about this. It's there's definitely advantages to hitting it long and hitting it solid, and that's where the game is going. And But there's plenty of guys that can scrape it around and hit it short and not maybe not hit it solid, but just get the golf ball in the hole.
2: Because at right? the end of the day, that's all that matters. You know, just and especially,
0: like- I think, maybe even more so from an amateur level. That's what I talk a lot about with my students. It's, it's like, guys, don't play golf swing. Play golf. Yeah. Just get the golf ball in the hole. I don't care how you do no. it. I don't no. care if you make... You make an 81 yard wedge for a four on a par five, it's a four on the scorecard. I put a circle, I put a circle
1: around that four. Yep, goes on the board same. Yeah.
2: I mean, it's easy to get wrapped up in like the the minor details, but if you if you kind of take a step back and look at every sport, you know, golf, you know, or say basketball, score more points than the than your opponent. Football, score more points than your opponent. You know, like okay, how do how am I going to do that? If you work backwards and like golf, it's like, Finish the round with the lowest strokes possible. Okay, how am I going to do that? And just work. Keep it, keep it simple. Just get it done. Just get it done. Keep it in play. Hit it on the green. Make the putt. You know, how how am I going to do that? I'm going to keep it that simple and do it. You know, Uh, it's not. I mean, it's not. It's by no means is it easy. But the, the the concept of the game is simple. You know, it's just not always easy to execute, but. So do we have, do you guys want to talk? I mean, we're about almost
0: an hour in now and we haven't talked anything on our agenda and I really don't care, but do you guys have anything to say? Sunjai we somehow got all the way here. We actually did mention his name and somehow got all the way where we are now.
2: Yeah, he plays uh, a lot.
0: Cool. Okay. I, will, so, I will
2: say that I, I actually did watch a little bit of that um, towards the end. I mean, he, I, it wouldn't surprise me if he really made a pretty good push in 2022. He He's an unbelievable iron player. And he, he really has a really damn good short game. And he still hits it plenty far. Um yeah, he's so not I don't really see any now. I don't see any major weaknesses in his in his game. <laughs> um so it wouldn't surprise me I'll say more, com- more comfortable he gets, uh the, the better the better he plays. I'll just say I think to sum up a couple
0: of our points here, it was nice it's nice to see Rory win. He, he just seems very inconsistent, and at times you're like, he doesn't either want to be on a golf course or doesn't know what hell he's doing on a golf course. Yeah. It was nice to see him win. It was really nice to see Ricky play well. Yeah. I, I don't have a bad word about Ricky. Everything you've ever heard is he's a nice guy, and he's obviously get a along huge...
2: With, if you can get along with Bubba Watson, and you yeah. call Bubba Watson a friend, one, I'm like, why do you hang up with Bubba Watson that long? or that much, but I think everyone calls Ricky a friend though. I think that everybody he's one of those guys that like, everyone's like, Hey, this guy's, I like him. He's a good dude. You know, I, I, he, he must, I mean, he must be, you know, like we've said before, it's like you hear rumors about guys doing this or doing that and you're and you're like, Oh, I don't think that's true. But like, we've always said where there's smoke, there's fire. So there's a good chance that some of those rumors are true. You don't hear any rumors about Ricky doing anything negative to anybody. Uh, which is kind of cool. It's refreshing to hear some guys that are actually out there that are that are good. I mean, most of them are good dudes, but he yeah. really seems like a good guy. And then
0: it was also good to see. So he comes in what I think it was third at the CJ Cup where Rory wins um this past weekend. Colin Morikawa, my boy, shoots 65, 62 in the weekend to finish second. And then but and then- Matt Matt Wolf comes in second at the Shriners two weeks ago. Again, a guy with immense amount of talent. Obviously, a goofy swing hits the ball a mile. Has dealt with some mental demons, and he's talked about mental health issues and took a took a you know a little time off from the tour. So it was good to see him. I think he can be a guy. You know, you just start talking about the health of the sport, and mm-hmm. you know, the media will gravitate to Wolf because of his story and his swing and his coach and George Gankus. And so it was yeah. good to see him kind of get back in the news. And he's one of those young guns that came out with. Morikawa and Hovland, who the two of them we talk about on this podcast a ton, yeah. but, and he has a win. He's a PJ tour winner. He just hasn't lived up to the hype and maybe he just, he's young too. So it was just good to see him. I, I thought it was nice to see him get in contention and,
2: yeah, and play I mean, well. He, and I happen to pick him that week too. He's, I mean, he's a kind of a big personality with whether it's, you know, interviews or the swing itself. I mean, he's a recognizable guy because of that so it's it's good for the game for him to play well um you know and going back to his mental the mental health issues and and it's definitely important and um not to try to not to try to lower anything that he has said about what he's going through but I think there's tons of guys you know that go through the same things that he went through and won't say it like he hasn't He's, hasn't, he's, he's stepped up and said look these things bothered me and I was struggling with them and it's good for, for a guy like that to even, even bring those up because as a, you know, a, again, as, as a touring pro, not on the PGA tour, but 15 years, it, this is one of the most lonely and it's, it's a, it's a tough job, um, to, to go in and out and do this. And, um, I, again, not at the level that, that he's at, uh, at Matt Wolf is at, but it's, it, there's a lot of guys that, that go through the same struggle and like, you're you're only known for what you do in golf and if you if you don't meet those expectations all of a sudden you 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 value yourself as a person based on how you're playing on the golf course which is total it's it's a it's a fallacy it's not real it's like no one gives a shit how you play on the golf course that that's his own perception and then i'm I'm not i'm not discounting it I i mean in the best way possible like i mean that's the way he felt he truly felt that way so And uh, there's a lot of those guys feel that way. And it's, it's good for him to just kind of open up and be like, you know what, Hey, I'm going to figure this out. And other people should be aware of it because to play golf professionally like that. And, and, and everyone's like, Oh, he makes millions, you know, he'll be okay. It's fine. It's, it's not, I mean, it's, it's not just about that. No, it's not just about that. Like there's, I mean, and you know, know, it's a game that can just wear you down. Oh, just you know, Make you, it make, it'll make you, it make you. Crazy, literally. It'll make you crazy in the nicest way possible. It'll just everything that you think is, is normal is not normal and it just it totally flips you upside down. So I mean it's kind of cool. I, I was kind of pulling for him. I, I haven't been a big Matt Wolf fan um in the past. I don't I don't know if his game is gonna stand up to you know in the in the long haul, but you know, I, I am I was I was kind of cool to see him kind of come out and, and kind of explain what he was feeling. It's hard to do that, you know, cause it's very mature him. Yeah. As an individual and in this kind of, this type of sport, you, you don't want to let anybody hear your weaknesses. Like you, it's like you're a, you're a boxer. You don't want to let them know what your, in, uh, what your injuries are like, Oh, i got a rib injury. They're going to attack it. You know, and if they think that you've got a, a mental health issue then they're going to, people will kind of they'll prey on the week to try to beat you. Um, so that's, I mean, I'm glad that he kind of came forward. like, look, I don't care at this point. It's better for me to, to open this, uh, be open a- about it and where I am. I think that's for him. He was probably looking at it like, if I don't get this out and express what I'm going through, then I'm not going to heal. Who cares about what everybody else thinks, you know, then I'm not going to be a better, a better person. Um, you know, not, not only a, a better golfer, but like I said, just a better person. So, um, yeah, so good on,
0: good. good on him. It yeah. was good to see, and hopefully he keeps playing well and, uh, some other things that we talked about real fast. I, I had to give a shout out to Jin Young Ko on the LPGA tour. She won last week or two weeks ago. Twenty four straight rounds. she shot in the sixties.
2: Is that Impressive. any good? Impressive. Is that okay? Jeez, that's. I don't. The, the these women, these women are just incredible. Like uh, it's like it's just I mean, they're just they're they're literally they look like. They all look like robots in the way that they just—they never miss the fairway. They always sit the. Buddy, green. we are it the inferior
1: species. They can know. give kids. They can. I'm sorry. They can have,
0: <laughs> <You give> kids. <laughs> they can.
1: They can have kids and shoot 25 under. It's unbelievable that's what crazy. women are capable of. <laughs> I'm being real honest by that. Yeah,
0: it's. Yeah. Uh, I just saw that and I was like, "Ah, that—that can't be right. Like, that's absurd." That is – anyways, I, I just – I didn't watch yeah. any of the golf, the, the LPGA, in a few that's weeks. Pretty, that's pretty impressive. But just that right there is like, holy crap, that is golfing your ball. So No I matter learned, what
1: the yardage is and what – No, I don't care play. where you are. Don't care. Put, don't it's putt care. Putt, it's like – Don't care. When you do it that often, it's incredible what they're able it, yeah, to yeah. accomplish. And I'll tell you what, I would take the LPGA Tour – in a chipping and putting contest versus the PGA tour all day.
0: Oh, absolutely. All day. Love. Still the LPGA. I still think, I think we've, I think we've talked about it on this show before. I, I think if you were to put them at their yardage for a five iron and you put the PGA tour guys at their yardage for a five iron, I, I think the LPGA tour hits more greens and hits it closer. And I hope we get to a point where the LPGA game, gets way better stats and we talked about this with austin uh ernst when she was i yeah. don't they have shot link i don't even understand that i think it's a money thing i don't think they have the money it's, it costs a lot <laughs> it's of absolutely money
1: a money thing but it would seem like that's something that we should be able to overcome at this time with the amount of money that's in
0: well game. so the so kpmg put up a bunch of money to do something similar they've started to have some stroke gain statistics out there recently and it's it's like brand new yeah you know so we talked about it with austin Ernst, and she said, you know, obviously she'd rather have the money of the PGA tour, but she would love the shot link data. And they're starting to kind of collect that. And actually, when KPMG came out with their first kind of run of statistics, Austin was made the news because she was like, I think, number one or number two by a wide margin in um, strokes scan approach. She's like the best one of the best iron players on the LPGA tour.
2: Well, I think, you know, I think we even talked about it. Like having I know that they would rather have the money in the purses, but I think if they can use this as a marketing tool basically to compare them to the PGA tour and like, Hey, look, look at what these, what these ladies can, can do from with their five iron, their four iron, their hybrid, look how close they're into the hole, you know, compared to the guys on the PGA tour. And, you know, th- that's a way for them to be like, Hey, this is, you need, this is worth watching. You know, you need to watch these ladies play. Um, I think it, they can use it as a marketing tool and then it's a good way to compare um, I know a lot of, a lot of guys that I know watch a lot of the LPGA stuff because they're, they're golf nuts, but they're like, I want to watch good golf. I want to watch. Yeah. They're great. I want to watch the skill. Like I want to watch these. Uh, and they, you know, they feel like to watch a, watch one of these ladies hit their hybrid from, you know, 200 yards to 10 feet is just, I can't even hit my five iron, you know, to 10 feet. And they're hitting like three woods and hybrids in there. <laughs> I can't hit my nine iron 10 feet. Yeah. It's like crazy.
0: So there a couple of things real fast. Phil wins on the champions tour. Doesn't play out there much, but a couple of weeks ago wins on the champions tour. Not this past week at SAS down in, in North Carolina, but uh, a couple of weeks ago. And then he's also in town here in Richmond this week. Playoff start or is it playoffs? Is this the first week of the playoffs or was it last week? Uh, I
2: can't, I can't remember,
0: sure. but the uh, Dominion the playoffs, charity right. classic here at the country club of Virginia in town. So, a lot of the senior tour guys or the champions tour guys are, or I, I this is really bothers me. This is a little pet peeve. They call it the PGA tour champions and it really bothers me. I don't know yeah. why, just the way that the way they phrased it, it just bothers me. It's just a champions tour right. or the senior tour. Let's, let's, let's just call it that. Anyways. So, yeah,
2: you're right. PGA tour champions. It's like, sounds weird. Doesn't
0: sound yeah, right. It does sound weird. It does sound weird. But, but Phil was in the news, again, because the PGA Tour officially came out and said they're going to limit the driver length. So the USGA came out and said, hey, we're going to make it an option for a local rule to limit driver lengths to 46 inches. And then the PGA Tour came out and said, yes, yeah, so we're going to adopt this rule, not the USGA. And this was teased a few months ago, and McLean and I yelled at each other about it. And I, I we don't really have to rehash that argument. Because we've already yelled at each other about it, but you know, Phil came out again, bashing the PGA Tour now and the USGA about the decision, and he's like, "Oh well, they didn't have, they didn't get any player, you know, involvement on this or discussion and conversation." But then, a lot of the players came out and said, "Well, yeah, I'm not in favor of it, but it's really not going to affect me or many players out here. So whatever, I don't really care that much." They're, most guys are kind of ambivalent about it but then i did love that rory came out and he was like he's the the president of the the pack the player advisory committee Mm -hmm. he's like actually we've discussed this in depth a lot at our committee meetings (laughs) and so like sorry phil but yes we did discuss this the players were heavily involved in this with the pga tour and so i just really wanted to point that out can phil got (laughs) shoved right in his face that was really the whole reason there was a, a, a pretty good agenda for me putting that on our topic list because I just wanted to point out Phil getting it shoved <laughs> right down his throat by Rory.
2: Rory's like the the new leader. Like the last couple of years, he's like been the he like is the face of the PGA tour, you know. In, he is. And, and I think way. it's
0: I think it's fantastic. I think he's a very well-spoken guy, and we've talked about that. And he maybe yeah. not always has the right thing, but um, I think he has the best interest of the tour and the players and the fans and really everyone. And I just, I love the guy and um, yeah, I think he's a great face for the PGA tour. Yeah.
2: Yeah. He does a good job. So Very all right, I'm,
0: he is absolutely. And so I was good to get, again, good to see him get a win and he's the president. So suck on that, Phil
2: <laughs> suck it, Phil.
0: Um, all right. So let's get, let's get into our picks. I'm officially going to already label this show off topic. That's going to be our. (laughs) Love it. That's going to be the title of our show. As I always try to put some sort of different title on these shows when we put them out. And so, uh, off topic. Let's let's get in. Let's do some little picks here. Um, I'm feeling good. No. Yeah, I'm feeling good about my picks. So we have the Zozo Zozo Championship this week. Tiger won it two years ago. Patrick Cantlay won it last year. However, last year was not in Japan. Tiger won it in Japan. Because of COVID, they brought it over to Shadow Creek last year That's where right. can't, can't lay one. But now they're back to Japan for the event. Obviously, Tiger um, is not there to defend his title at this venue, but it's a small, kind of similar to what Jay and I just played. For them, it's 7,000 yards, par 70, short, tight, small greens. So I think it's going to – it kind of opens the door for a lot of players, especially from a length standpoint. It's going to be ball strikers. And because of small greens, you're going to need some guys with some some good short games because you're probably not going to hit as many greens yeah. as, you, as you may um, at other venues. So um, you get your picks done? You want to go?
2: Yeah, I'm ready, man. I am going to – I'm going to start from the bottom and work my way up. So I am going – at the bottom at 6,300, I've got Sung Kang. Mm, good pick. Um he I mean, again, with if you know, to try to fit these guys in, you're looking for somebody who's gonna, you know, have a decent, a decent week and and just get four decent rounds and and try to get get some points. And they don't necessarily... it is a no no cut event, so it yeah. does help but it does help, but you know, they're going to get four rounds in and, and he's making some birdies here recently. So I'm like, all right, he's got four attempts at it. You know, with DraftKings, you need to make some birdies. Um, so, and he's at a pretty decent price price point. And he, you know, he's made four or four cuts this year. So he's playing good golf. So, you know, you feel like if he can, you know, keep that trend going, he he'll be in good shape. But um, then i jump up to uh, a guy who doesn't fit the mold based on what uh, Mikey just displayed here, Brandon Hagee uh, 6,600. He smashes it. Um, one of the longest guys on tour, maybe a little erratic. So the one, the two ways to look at that, it's funny. Everyone's like, Oh, this is a short, tight golf course. You know, when I was playing and, 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 you know, in the longer hitters, they were like, Oh, you're not going to play well here. This is a short, tight golf course. You won't play well. And those are the, those are the courses that I play well only because it's like, I, I you can't hit driver. So it forces you to hit something and keep the ball in play. And then now you still have short irons and, and the greens. It's so I'm just going on the, the fact that he may not hit his driver, but he still can hit three woods. He can hit long irons and hit them as far as some other guys hit their driver. So yeah, if guys may have a chance to if hit,
0: long hitters have the discipline to throttle back, then any golf course is fine for them yeah. because they're hitting an iron where some guys are hitting a driver or three wood. Exactly. And now from the same exact spot, they're a club or two
2: longer than somebody else into yeah. that same green from the same spot. So exactly, exactly right. So, um, I'm and he does make a lot of birdies typically. So I'm, I'm banking on him, you know, probably still making a couple big numbers, but if he can, if he can spit out four or five birdies around, then that's going to, that's going to, that's going to help me out. So, um, Anyway, I jump up to Andrew Putnam next at six thousand seven hundred, and uh, he had a good good week at the Shriners Open um, a couple of weeks ago. Finished eleventh, so um, he typically is a, is a pretty good ball striker. Um, so I'm, I'm hoping he has a decent week. And then I jump up to Mr. Harry Higgs, seven thousand five hundred. Um, good finish last week at the CJ Cup. Finished ninth, um, and I just like the guy. I think he's I think he's a character. Um, Great guy. So we'll see. So those are kind of my bottom tiered guys. Those first four guys. Then I jump up to my big hitters. I've got Xander Schauffele at eleven thousand. Watch out. He's probably going to win. Just saying. Back in Japan. Back in Japan. It's got good vibes there. Um, Won the gold medal. Won the gold medal. Um, it's the same golf course, isn't it? Is it the same golf course?
0: No, it might be.
2: Well, if it is, that's even a great, greater pick then hold, hold, please keep talking. <clears throat> uh, um, so, and then uh, then from there, I jump up to the highest priced guy on the list, Mr. Colin Morikawa. I feel like whatever injury he had three weeks ago is resolved. And again, you know, like you said, this is going to come down to who can drive the ball and play and, and, and ball strike their, their way to a victory. And what better way to do that than picking the best ball striker on tour. So there you have it. That's my team. Go get them. Winner. Chalk it up. There you go. I mean, you got well, the two highest guys, two highest
0: guys. Yeah. I, when you started going through the dollar amounts, the guys, I'm like, he picked some studs Yeah,
2: <laughs> I had to pick these two big boys.
0: Uh, so not the same golf course. I apologize.
1: What golf course are playing this year?
0: I was, I thought it might have been the same golf course that the Olympics was on, but it's not. I feel like they hosted something at that golf course before. Anyways, all right, um, let me go to my list here. McLean, I'll give you extra time there. I'll start at the bottom as well. I'm gonna go Sam Ryder, sixty-seven hundred. Sammy. He's got a good iron game, makes a lot of birdies. And again, I think, like Jay said, uh, you want to make a lot of birdies in a a four-round event. I think he can do that to amass me some points. So we'll go Sam Ryder there. He has played decent, um, recently made a few cuts. So we're going to go Sam. Then I'm going to go $6,900, Troy Merritt. Good putter, has played well, uh, didn't play well. At the Shriners, but um, back in September had a few good finishes in a good putter. I think on a small greens, if he can make some putts, he'll be he'll be fine. Then I go up to Takimi Kanaya, homeboy plays on the Asian Tour from Japan. He's at seventy two hundred dollars. He's sneaky over there. I think you know the home crowd. He'll be into it. In his home country, he's he snuck up the world rankings to 76 in the world rankings, although no one knows who the hell he
2: is.
0: (laughs) And so I love the value there. Big value guy. Me and Bill Belichick, we love value and power players. Although he sucks right now. So I don't want to talk about it. I don't know why I brought his name up. (laughs) He sucks right now. Then I'm going to go up to CT Pan. 8,800. Been playing well the last few months was the bronze medalist in won that massive playoff in Japan for the Olympics and he's won at a similar golf course. He he won at uh, Harbortown and this is a very similar golf course to Harbortown. So I think it's going to fit his game. So I'm going to go kind of course style there uh, with CT Pan. Then I'm going to go up to Emiliano Grio Ninety one hundred, just a solid player. Tita Green, kind of that ball striker. You look at strokes gain, to Green, strokes gain approach. He's pretty high up there. And he just finished, I think he just finished top 15 uh, this past week, top 20 this past week at the CJ Cup and played decent at Shriner. So I'm going to go Miliana Griot. And then I have this one of the same studs as Jay, one of my favorite players, Colin Morikawa. $11,200. You say a ball striking golf course? That's not long. Give me Colin Morikawa at a ball striking golf course. That's not very long because he is the greatest ball striker in the world. And he just came in second. So he's playing well, riding the wave. And Morikawa is an easy pick this week. Perfect. I like to move right into my picks quickly. Uh, we got Mito Pereira, <laughs> Ryan Palmer, and then who is
1: Pereira right? is not in the field.
2: Okay. <laughs> Ryan Palmer is morning.
1: My number one pick at $8,300, Mr. Ryan Paul. <laughs> uh, filling out that as my second choice, I've got Colin Morikawa at eleven two. 2 Apparently, he's pretty decent. Um, moving down from there, Mr. Mackenzie Hughes, little Charlotte guy, Canadian boy, um, three for three this year um
0: i was how is he a charlotte boy and a canadian guy how does that work he's
1: from canada he lives in charlotte and plays in charlotte
0: i mean what the
2: oh, fuck do you want from was to that? elaborate more Play? tpc piper glenn okay Who was who is do that we
1: need, do we need to elaborate more on this you're going to call me out a little bit like what the fuck does this guy know he only left charlotte like three months ago
0: but you i think before we had started the podcast i did want to make a comment you mentioned the mexican bodega that you go to around by your house i was going to ask if they were big answer fans there because he's actually Mexican.
1: I imagine they are. Conversation is yet to present itself. Proceed. Moving down from there. uh, I've got Mr. Henrik Norlander at 7,400. Three for three this year with one top ten.
0: I like that pick. Um, I almost picked him.
1: And then another perennial pick of mine, Mr. Pat Perez. Uh, hadn't made a cut this year. No top tens. So he just doesn't give a fuck. He could go out and win the golf tournament because he doesn't care. I don't know, but I got him. Um, and then a guy that we've already talked about on this podcast, I just felt it was just due time. Um, at 6,600, I have Mr. Peter Malinati. Yeah.
2: <laughs> get it, Peter. Get God, it. I want him to win my,
1: Rounds out my win. squad. Uh, let me be very clear about this for all our listeners. I picked that squad with no research.
0: You picked that squad as Jay and I were talking.
1: If I was smart I'd have done it while I was on the toilet.
0: You know, I'm just seeing your message in the chat here that said quick shit break, get your drinks fresh. Jay neither JR or Show you I saw that. No, I, I come back
1: and you guys—you guys are into making picks. I'm like, what happened here? I thought we yeah, were very we clear it. about the break time that we were—we were.
0: We were we <laughs> no, didn't I didn't see that. I didn't pay attention to the chat here. I didn't see the message. I apologize.
1: Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So <laughs> that's my team. I'll probably—I'll probably change it.
0: Well, Jay and I will appreciate your donation this week. Thank you. <laughs> One of us, but although it really upsets me that all three of us pick Colin Marcao, and now I can't even really root for him. It's just like a moot point. It's like it doesn't matter. Yeah. I'm I'm redoing pick.
1: my team. I don't care.
2: I've got to i got to pick Colin. I, I have you to have
0: to at this golf course. Yeah, have to. And he's playing well. And he's playing well. Yep. I did. I did watch him because he's he's one of my favorite guys out there. And I, I think it was I can't remember if it was Thursday or Friday. They had him on coverage on the Golf Channel. And everyone's just going low. Was it Keith Mitchell was 18 under through two rounds. And I look up in the leaderboard and like Murakawa is five under. I think it was Friday. And I was like, oh, that's not good. And then he splashes one in the water and goes like three over in a four hole stretch. I'm like, dude, Colin, what are you doing, pal? And then sure enough, he comes in second. It's like, all right. He turned it on a little bit.
1: Can't hold him down.
0: I guess his back's doing okay. The announcers were even talking about, oh, maybe his back's hurting him. But anyways so all right boys um again officially this will be named off topic episode 42 off topic but that's fun i think it was mildly entertaining maybe i don't know good good. we'll see times we had fun times
2: that's all that matters jay congrats on your win yesterday thank you sir appreciate it doesn't happen very (laughs) often anymore but i will take it when i can get it um McLean, congrats
0: on being a, a dad for the second time soon. Maybe next time we do this podcast, you'll have a second child.
1: Uh, next time I'm on it, we will.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you can change a couple of diapers. You just mute the, mute the microphone, change a diaper while you're on the pod next week. It's all good.
1: Do I strike you as a diaper changer?
0: <laughs> you better be. A, yeah, yeah exactly. Am. You better I be.
1: Am. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, I, ain't. <laughs> I take care of take care of my kids and uh, I have an amazing wife. So I'm very fortunate uh, to do everything I do and to have the ability and opportunity to
0: do everything I do. I think we all, we all second that about our wives.
2: Yeah.
1: Cause mine hates me right now. So yeah. <laughs> mine, mine tells me daily.
2: She doesn't like me. Good for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> all right, boys, that was fun. All right, fellas.
0: All right. Thank you to all of our listeners. Again, sorry about having a, a week <clears> off, but um, hopefully you enjoy this podcast and we will be back next that's week. That's
1: right. Yeah. Go Stros. Let's go Stros.
0: Come on. It's uh, yeah. it's 2-1 Sox right now in the uh, bottom or top of the seventh. So it's close yeah. game here. Yeah. Let's go Stros. I'm going to edit this podcast and, and watch it in the game. So all right, boys. Thanks for all guys. our listeners. Again, remember, subscribe, listen, download, tell all your friends tell somebody and that's right and jay and i did work on a little bit of a, a special guest here yeah yesterday okay. watch out actually a couple special guests a couple, were couple on. guests we're gonna see Got what we can works. do no promises and um yeah so keep an eye out for that uh, this, this late fall and winter so all right guys thanks cheers cheers